SeatGeek. I think baseball games can be a great first date. I mean, like, why not, right? Who made up this rule? There's nothing more romantic than two people sharing their passion, especially if you have great seats. Because then you can make it to the kiss cam, and if you make it and he kisses you on the kiss cam, and then, you know, it's real. It's the real deal. Like ring stuff, wedding stuff. Get your seat tickets to sports, concerts, and live events. Seat Geek. Get your seat in a seat. Use promo code BronxMachachos and save $20 off your first purchase. You make some adjustments, but... Jackie Bradley Jr. pops it up. Long run for Cabrera. This is Scott Sandman Sanders, and you're listening to the Bronx Machachos, Florida's number one New York Yankees podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a Friday edition of the Bronx Machachos podcast. Bonus content. You got fra- uh, Freestyle Friday with me, David. Um, wasn't able to make it on last night. Had to do the work thing, so that's where I was stuck at. But I felt like coming on live today would be appropriate. I've had a lot to say about the topic we discussed last night for episode 94. Um, so without further ado, let's get into it. As always, you can find all of our information, all of our platforms, everything on Linktree. That's link.linktr.ee backslash Real Bronx Machachos. You'll find all of our audio platforms there. Everything we got going on from all of our sponsors, Southwest, Lids, Vivid Seats, SeatGeek. It's where everything's at. So let's get into this, man. What a week. Um, obviously last night did not go according to plan at all whatsoever. Um, just when you think things can't get any worse, they kind of do. Um, this offense has just been atrocious. Um, lately, you know, you get swept by the Boston Red Sox. You lose this clunker of a game last night. It was 10, nothing going into the ninth. And if it wasn't for IKF coming in and pitching, and smashing a two-run home run in the bottom of the ninth, things probably would have gotten really interesting. And I know the boys talked about this last night, and I don't want to bore you to death, but this is where we are at this season. 2023, this is where we are currently at after last night's game. 41-34, and 34, a 547 winning percentage. Still nine and a half games back because a couple of teams lost in front of us. Cool. At least, you know, we didn't lose any ground. Four and six in our last 10 games, 331 runs scored to 309 runs allowed, 23 and 18 at home, 18 and 16 on the road, and a 500 average against teams that are 500 or worse. 
How in the world, with a 250-something million-dollar payroll, are you a 500 team against teams that are 500 or under 500? This is embarrassing and needs to get fixed immediately. I can't stress this enough. This is embarrassing for us as fans to watch. Like, we thought 2016 was bad. And it was to the point where we were selling pieces off at the trade deadline. I mean, you'd trade Andrew Miller to to Cleveland for Clint Frazier. And then you offload uh, Araldis Chapman to the Cubs for Glaber Torres. And then end up getting him back in the next in the next offseason. As like, I swear to God, there was a backroom handshake deal between Cashman and Theo about that. But, I mean, come on, man. Can we, like, fix this? This is this is sad. This is absolutely sad. And you know, and then the defensive breakdowns last night. You got Josh Donaldson kicking the ball around. Then you got Domingo Herman throwing it, you know, over the third base dugout pretty much. And it was just embarrassing. Like, come on, guys. You know, and you know, Danny showed you the fan grass last night. This is where this team offensively is. You got Billy McKinney and Jake Bowers at the top of this list doing better than. Guys like Rizzo, guys like DJ LeMayhew, John Carlos Stanton. And I don't even include Josh Downs in this conversation because he's a former MVP. You know, the guy used to rake back in the day. But I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know how much more of this we can honestly take. I mean, it, yeah, this is, this is just not cool. And then, you know, you bring in guys back up like – you know, Oswaldo Cabrera, who, you know, he caught lightning in a bottle with last August to replace Willie Calhoun, who's going to be out for four to six weeks, I believe, with a hip injury, who's got under a 200 batting average instead of Esteban Florial, who I've been a critic of in his lack of production at the major league level. But he's got 19 home runs in AAA and is batting over 300 and an OPS over 1,000. In AAA, and you keep bringing back this kid whose swing is all jacked up, who needs to fix himself, who probably needs to spend some time in AAA this year until he can figure out what's going on with him. But I, I get you're going to have to do a 40-man move to put Floreal on the roster. I get that. But what's the alternative? I mean, thank God Jake Bowers and Billy McKinney are playing all right. I mean, they're carrying their weight. They're doing what they're being expected to do. No one's expecting these guys to, you know, smash home runs left and right. Just get on base, string some hits together, get on base and score some runs. That's all we're really asking these guys to do. But the my biggest problem this week was with our owner's interview on the Michael K show. Hal Steinbrenner went on radio in New York City on Wednesday and was asked a bunch of questions. So let, let's get let's dive into this for a little bit because this has got me want to like put my foot through a wall man because man so don asked hal if the goalposts have been adjusted to not expect winning a championship every year as we have all come accustomed to doing uh, expecting year in and year out especially someone like me who grew up in the 90s and remembers you know 96 through 2001 even though they lost a few times in between but life was great the, the Yankees could do no wrong. They would just go out and win baseball games. But House's response was, it has not been adjusted 
I do feel the season is a failure when we – I don't feel the season is a failure when we – let me backtrack. He does feel like it's a failure when we don't win a World Series, but he's not going to ignore the success of winning a division championship or a division series in the playoffs. Like, okay. <laughs> Are you serious? So on one hand, you're saying it's a failure if you don't win a World Series, but then you're going to be like, oh, it was a success because we made the playoffs and won a couple of games. No, that is not successful. Like I said in the beginning, you have over a $200 million payroll, second to the New York Mets, and you're going to say that winning a division series should be considered a success and then go and get your face kicked in by the Houston Astros in four straight games. I I disagree. I completely disagree. When did paying for airfare become so unfair? At Southwest, we do things differently. So differently, we invented a word for it. Transparency. Transparency means we don't dream up ways we can trick you into paying more. It means respect. Because we don't just fly you. We like you. Need points for that special vacation this year? Visit the Southwest Rapid Rewards link on our link tree and make a purchase of Southwest Rapid Rewards points today. And, you know, then Don asked him if he feels Boone is a good manager. And same thing with Cashman being the GM. He responded, I believe Boone is a great manager and I believe Cashman is a great GM. Cool, bro. Then give these guys the resources they need to make this team successful and stop putting your money into quad a players that are fringe MLB baseball players enough. I shouldn't be seeing people like Willie Calhoun, Jake Bowers, Billy McKinney on this roster. When you could have upgraded at first base and got Freddie Freeman, you could have upgraded at shortstop and got someone like Dansby Swanson who ended up going to the Cubs like, and even a few years ago, you want to go back a few years ago, you had a chance to get Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander when they were still in their primes. And you let one go to the Nationals and you let the other one get traded to the Houston Astros, who was a thorn in your side every year in the playoffs for about three years. This doesn't make any sense. If you think these guys are good, then give them the pieces they need to be successful. You're the owner, man. You're the one that writes the checks. You're the one that ensures success by financial backing. And yet these decisions that are being made are things we expect to see from teams like the Arizona Diamondbacks, teams like the Kansas City Royals, teams like the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Cincinnati Reds, all these low market teams. Come on. Like, I hate to keep bringing it up, but yeah, when George was alive, this would not be happening. George would have done everything in his power to make sure that the most successful product was on the field. Am I right or am I wrong? You know, if anyone wants to jump in the chats and try to prove me wrong, chat's open. Come at, let's, let's have some fun. Jump in on the conversation with this because this has got me heated. This has got me absolutely heated that th- this is what this team has become. And, you know, Hal was asked about accountability. You know, Don asked him, you know, 
when, when is it time to hold people accountable? Like, why do you keep letting the same people come back and get a, get a kick at the can? And Hal's response was the accountability is with the fans. If they've lost confidence in us and what we, in the way we do things and what we do to win a world series every year, they'll let us know in different ways. Well, we have been, you are just not listening to us. You don't hear the booze at the game. You don't see what's being posted on social media. Like, and then he makes comments like this, you know, I don't listen to podcasts. I don't listen to radio shows. I, and I don't read the papers much. Okay. Well, if you're not doing any of those things, how do you know how us as fans really feel? Like if you're not going to where the fans get their sources of information, then how do you really have a pulse on the fan base and what you think? Like, let's get one thing straight. You play in New York City. You play in the biggest city in the United States. It's a metropolis. People are constantly going there on vacation. Going to Yankee Stadium and seeing the game is pretty much a tourist attraction. So you're going to sell tickets whether or not the team's successful or not. You're not going to have a situation where Red Sox fans – in 2012, 2014, and 2015, and I believe 2016, we're basically boycotting games and not buying tickets, which drove ticket sales all the way down to where John Henry had to make some serious changes because fans were pissed and were not going to games. They were not buying tickets. They were not buying jerseys. They were not funneling any money into that team. And I think it's ridiculous that we're hearing this from someone that runs our organization. You know, the, the team that we all love. And, you know, and he said he talks to Jason Zillow. Great. You talk to your PR guy. I mean, at least you're talking to somebody. And he says he wants to know what the vibe is. He says, we know we're upset, but he doesn't understand why we're upset because it's the third week of June. Like, you don't understand why we're upset. We shouldn't be seeing our team in the third week of June go out and get their faces kicked in almost 10 nothing by the Seattle Mariners. Make a trade. Make some upgrades, make some hard decisions, bench some guys, do something like you got to do something to write this ship. You can't just be like, oh, we're just going to wait for Aaron Judge to come back. And, um, you know, th- things are fine. Everything's fine. Yet the whole building around you is burning to the ground. It's not OK. Things are not OK right now. You know, you got pe- multiple people playing out of position. You got a third baseman in IKF that's a center fielder and a left fielder and apparently a pitcher now after seeing him pitch for the third time this season, you you got a first baseman and Jake Bowers playing left and right field. You got Oswaldo Cabrera, who is realistically a middle infielder by trade playing left, right and center at some points. And you got Josh Donaldson who honestly needs to be DFA'd with his 143 batting average. And it, it's just painful to watch. It, it really is. Like, I, I don't like saying players are, are done or cooked or washed up or whatever, but it's time to go. Like, cut ties, get Oswald Peraza up here, put him at third base or platoon him and DJ at third base. Do something. Something needs to get done. It is almost July, right? It's almost July. The season is almost halfway over, and we're still trying to figure out who's playing what position on what day. No, 
this is not okay. This is just this is just dumb. It really is. And you know, the last thing I pulled from the interview with Hal, it was talking about Josh Donaldson again. Um, you know, Michael asked um how what the runway was looking like for him since he's not producing and how they cut ties with Aaron Hicks and ate that money. And Hal's response was, I don't know how long the runway is. He struggled offensively. He's hit a few home runs since he's been back off the IL. He's been solid at third base. We have not had any internal discussions as to when we when both sides have had enough. So as of right now, he's our starting third baseman for most games. And hopefully he can turn around offensively. Where have we heard this before? Right? Aaron Hicks. Hate to keep bringing this guy up. Even Joey Gallo last year. Oh, we hope he turns it around. Uh, last time I checked, I don't think you can get hope and faith in free agency these days. You know, it, this team has become so analytically driven. It drives me absolutely insane. Um, the fact that he, Aaron Boone's handed a script as to how the game's going to go before it goes, instead of being able to see what is physically going on in front of him, and putting somebody in the lineup that has like eight hits, six of which are home runs this season, instead of playing someone who's hot. I just don't understand it for the life of me. I really don't. It's just, this has just got to stop. There's no other way to say this. Um, you know, what do you guys think? You know, Hit up, hit up the chat, hit up the comments. Floor's open to all you guys. Um, but yeah, last night's game was just horrible, absolutely horrible. And you got Domingo Herman clapping and saluting the crowd as he's walking off the mound after surrendering eight runs in almost five innings. Like, nah, dude. Like, the, the optics of this is just bad. You got shellacked. You should be walking off the mound with your head down and your face in your glove. To be honest, like. I never played professional baseball. I know that this is a grind for these guys, um, but know, know, know your audience, man. Like, don't don't put yourself in a situation where people are going to come down on you and, and whatever and just eviscerate you because it's just not a good look at all. Um, you know, IKF came in last night, pitched, did well, got our only two runs of the night. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, it might be time for Floreal time coming up soon, but who knows? We got Carlos Rodon working his way back. His next start is this Sunday, the 25th at double a Somerset. Hopefully to see more positivity from that and Hamilton's on his way back, um, pitching also in double a. So we'll see how it goes. Um, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, episode 94, Summer Cleaning with Mark, Danny, and Alex was last night. Like I said, I was at work last night, so was not able to attend. Figured I'd jump on with you guys today on Friday, kind of give you my thoughts on the whole thing and where it's been going, and it's just not looking good at all. Like, this is not, this is not something that you want to see going into July, going into the All-Star break. Um Hopefully we can get some pieces back to make this team competitive. Hopefully these guys that have been struggling can find that power stroke again. Um, and hopefully the big man, the captain, Aaron judge can get back into the lineup 
uh, sooner rather than later because this isn't this is proof that all the people that were saying this offseason we don't need Aaron Judge. Let him go. Let him go to San Francisco. We'll be fine. This is what life would have been like for the rest of that man's time in MLB had they not re-signed him this offseason. And to be honest, it would have been miserable. And these last three weeks have proven that, that life would have been miserable without Aaron Judge. So, oh, and before I forget, tune in next Thursday night, 9 p.m. on YouTube. We are having the host of Locked On Yankees. Stacey Katsoulias is joining us Thursday night, 9 o'clock on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, we're excited to have her on. Can't wait. Um, if you haven't checked out Locked On Yankees, she does a podcast every day covering the Yankees for about 30 minutes. Um, last night's episode was really good, talking about last night's game. Um, she puts out a good product, and uh, we also got Lindsey Crosby coming on as well. Um towards the end, towards the beginning of July. So check us out next Thursday night. And, you know, of course, you know, every Thursday, 9 o'clock, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, unless some breaking news happens or we got a moose on around, we have a guest on, then we adjust. But most of the time, right down below, Thursday night, 9 o'clock, YouTube, get at us. And also – during the week, if you want anything answered during the show, DM us on Twitter, DM us on Facebook, Instagram. Let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, and if there's anything specific you want answered during the week, hit us up and we'll answer it live on the show when we go live. So that's going to do it for me. Thanks for joining. Um, check out episode 94. Check out episode 93 with our buddy Scott Sanders. Um, that was an awesome Awesome, awesome, awesome interview. Scott's just an awesome person. And, uh, you know, keep supporting us, man. We appreciate it. We see all the listens every week, so we couldn't do it without you guys. There'd be no Bronx Chachos without our listeners. You guys keep us going to do what we do. So have a great, safe weekend, everybody, and we'll see you next week, next Thursday. David, Bronx Chachos, signing off. <laughs>